welcome to our Thursday probateweekly.com call. We get together every week, Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. We live stream it to YouTube, Facebook, and other social media. Oops, I'm muted. Uh, can you hear me? Testing one, two, three. No, you can't hear me. Okay. So, um, and we uh, uh, live stream this, and then others on this. Very good. Uh, and we, uh, if you want to come on the call, register probateweekly.com, come on Zoom, and you can be live, ask questions, be in the chat box. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, we also I watch the caption, the quote, the uh, the comments there, and try to get you in as well. Really excited to have today. I miss you there. I see your audio um, and your camera's on. Do we have you there in the in the? Uh, I'm here. Hi, Bill. Honest, how are you doing? So let me introduce you. Let me introduce you real quick. So, you know, I I've been in this business since 1986. I've been full time in probate as my lead generation. The last three years, and I just killed it. I had a fantastic run. This past year, I closed 42 total sides, 30 transactions, a couple more closing here at the end of the year. Phenomenal business, really excited to do it. And I get asked all the time, what is the, what's the best way for me to generate some more business? And without a doubt, a couple principles I've used in my business that apply regardless are, you get anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. If you focus on being a service, sales gets to be a lot easier. If you're focused on commissions, it's a very hard business. So where do you create value? And for real estate agents, if you're brand new, that's one discussion. But if you've been in the business for a couple of years, you're making some money and you want to do more, the number one way to get more business is by the people you already know bring value to them. And the way to do that is, and I talk about this in my 11 ways to develop business probate, is one way is to contact all your past clients, service influence, COI, those that don't have a trust, and ask them why they don't, and just introduce the concept of avoiding probate and some estate planning for their family, for their long run, their protection. And they have it to find who they use if they're happy with them, and be able to refer them to other clients as a way to meet attorneys. And it's just a, to me, it's just a no-brainer way to be of service to your clients, as well as to talk to more people and get some more business. All that said, along the way, I've used different services for my clients for estate planning and specifically living trusts. The one I came across a little while ago that I think I feel is just a great company, does a great job in this particular niche of helping customers, helping my customers avoid probate, is um, uh, Trust and Will. This is their niche, this is what they do uh, uh, exclusively. I believe they do this as well as anybody. And so I just wanted to bring on, uh, so I reached out to them and uh, I actually did a, an interview one-on-one with Andres Mazabel uh, to go into detail in the program uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's posted on my YouTube channel. And I asked him if he'd come on live here as well today and share with us a little bit about our, his program and the company. So Andres, welcome to our call. Bill, thanks so much for having me. Really excited to have this conversation and want to just commend you for the value that you're talking about and specifically providing education. That, that's really the, such a big barrier for estate planning. So just super grateful to, to be here. Fantastic, love the shirt, by the way. Um, Thank you. How, how many trusted walls have to refer you guys to get one of those shirts? <laughs> we'll, we'll get some your way, that's for sure. <laughs> Mine's a little bigger than yours. So um, so talk a little bit about, um, I, you know, you're, it's not your company, you don't own it. Um, it's a pretty big organization. Um, so let's talk. Let's start with your personal story. How did you get involved 
with this business and trusted well? What, what got you into that business? Yeah, I love that question. So I spent 13 years in private banking in which I was helping usually high net worth individuals manage their assets, talk about investments, start a business, whatever the case might be, whatever that scenario might be. Did that for 13 years and I really got to know a lot around building wealth. And I saw real estate being a big one. And I also saw the downside of real estate, specifically around the death of folks without having an estate plan. And this is where I would literally see folks walk in. We would have to set up probate accounts or estate accounts. And for most folks, if you're here in California, probate in California is taking over a year, over 12 months right now. So I saw the impact of having to, in a way, capture someone's money in an account until the court proceedings. So long story short, that was always like in the back of my mind. I was like, man, like estate planning is such a pain in the butt. And then I left the private banking sector and I joined uh, Trust and Will about a year and a half ago. I was employee number 13. We're now a little bit over 60 employees. And really at the end of the day, Bill and, and, and your audience, uh, estate planning, people have a lot of barriers around estate planning. It's expensive. I don't understand it. The thought of me going and sitting with an attorney for, for hours and going through that process just seems intimidating. So when we looked at the market and the industry, we we're like, there's, there's got to be a better way to do this and deliver estate planning for folks without very high end advanced estate planning needs. So think like a TurboTax, but for estate planning. And, and long story short, in, uh, we, we launched about four years ago. We offer state specific plans in every state. And we've helped uh, actually close about 300,000 families in the last uh, in the last four years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you guys have more time. How many families have we helped in the last four years? 300,000 families. That's ginormous. I mean, that's just incredible. And in a way, your website had a chance to look at some of the organizations that you have relationships with, very, very impressive group of companies. So talk a little bit. You know, I, I know on this call, we talk regularly about the importance avoiding probate. Um, and so let's assume that you know, well, let me back up. Let's assume you don't know. So what, what, is a, what does a living trust do or estate plan do that helps avoid probate? Let's start with, if you don't know that, how would you explain that to a prospect? Yeah, good question. So, so a trust is essentially an entity that you're creating. The entity, so I'm gonna use myself as an example. Uh, myself as an individual, when I create a living trust that is, an entity, the Mazabel Living Trust, and I am the trustee. So I am now creating, think of it as like a contract, a legal document that now helps outline what assets I own, how do I want those assets to be distributed. One of the biggest benefits of a revocable living trust is that it totally avoids probate. For some of you, if you're not familiar with probate, it is, to, it is literally the legal proceeding where a judge is now going to look at the assets, how they were titled, and if there were no beneficiaries, how they should be distributed. Can I explain that one? I have a friend, Tommy in English, who has a phrase. I actually even phrased it. Probate is like going to the DMV and find after you're dead and find a lawsuit after you, against yourself. And the crumbs, the leftovers go to your estate and to your family. Yeah. 
Because everyone's yeah. really the same as a DMV. The same people run the same organization. That's a great analogy. Great Suing yourself because somebody has to follow the court. People can oppose it. And after everybody else gets paid, the court, the attorneys, the fees, the publications, uh, and all that, debtors, creditors, um, uh, taxes, whatever's left over at the end, you get a piece of that. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So with the revocable living trust, it's created while you're alive. It can be changed or revoked. And then again, as I mentioned, you're able to fully avoid probate. So you're making your decisions ahead of time so that you don't have a judge that's literally sitting there making the decisions and two things. Again, California, it's closer to about 12 to 14 months for probate to actually be executed. And then two, it's expensive. As you would expect, it's not it's not a thing that you know the, the state of California is doing just because they're so nice. You have to pay a probate fee. And there's a ton of probate fees. So I'll give you an example here in California, a probate of around call it $750,000. And this is your gross estate. So even if you own a home and you still have a mortgage on it, that full home would still be going through probate. So that could cost you anywhere about about $50,000 in probate fees for a probate estimated in that amount. So not only is it a long process, it's also going to cost you a lot of money if you don't have an actual, um, if you don't have a trust in place. One of the things I find interesting is there's a state law that maximizes, that has the maximum amount of statutory fees but oftentimes attorneys explain it to a customer where it sounds like it's the statutory fee, i.e. that's what the law charges. And it's actually capped at that, uh, but it is awfully expensive. So you have a process that's a lot cheaper. Let's talk about what would the process be like for somebody who went through, instead of an attorney to do uh, an estate plan, uh, 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 I'm sorry, instead of an attorney in probate, if they plan ahead and create a uh, living trust to avoid probate, what would the cost be through your program? Yeah, that's a great question. So we offer a revocable living trust for a married couple for $699, $699. If it's just one person, then it's going to be $599. And then keep in mind that we offer comprehensive planning. So it's, and, and Bill, if you actually scroll a little bit more down, you'll be able to see the actual documents that are included. Yep, right there. So you're going to be looking at a revocable living trust, schedule of assets, last will and testament, your HIP authorization, your living will, power of attorney, and then also trust funding guide, right? After you create your trust, you actually have to or you should be looking into transferring your assets into the name of the trust or of your trust. So that's also something that we provide support with. So let's talk also, about, is it, I'm sorry. I was just going to add really quick. We also offer, for example, here in California, the ability for you to get legal advice with an attorney licensed in California. So think uh, TurboTax Pro, if you will, where you can upgrade to talk to a CPA. That is where the $200 attorney support is available. And what this means, it actually allows for you to talk to an attorney licensed in California, get legal advice, talk about your situation. And then what's really unique with Trust and Will is you actually get access to, uh, the, <clears throat> to the attorney for about for 12 months. 
So if you have follow-up questions, you have their email, you can reach out to them and make sure that you have everything squared away. So let's go through this. I think it's important, these details. Um, for example, uh, scheduled assets sound simple. I literally just had a recording with another company uh, that their job is finding assets when somebody passes that are hidden. He's a private investigator and gets 20% of the assets he finds on behalf of the estate. And he has a pretty good business. Um, imagine uh, the, the advantage of uh, protecting your family assets by at least putting them into a document and giving it to somebody that you trust to handle these things, right? Yeah. And keep in mind too, I'll just add that on here really quick, Billis. We've actually allowed the ability uh, once you create your trust or your will with us, that you can electronically share that with your loved ones online. So you don't have to like download it and, and store it in the vaults or something like that. You can securely share it with someone. And then also too, we always lead with education. So if you're sharing your estate plan with your executor or your successor trustee, we tell them what is their role that they got assigned and what does it mean? Because that is a big pain point for people that get assigned on a, you know, on a, on a trust and they have no idea what that role actually means. So scheduled assets, last will and testament, I think people are familiar with HIPAA authorization is another area that's very important, both while you're alive and, uh, and then decisions towards the very end. But I, I recently had a, a client where they were not married, lived together for 30 years, basically as husband and wife. Uh, the husband party got very ill and, and was in the hospital and he had insurance policy that they wanted to access to pay for some of the costs. Yeah. But because she wasn't technically the wife, couldn't get access to his bank accounts and couldn't make certain medical decisions because they didn't prepare a HIPAA ahead of time. So can you give a look at what the HIPAA does do and how that helps? Yeah, uh, I'll talk about HIPAA and living will because many people get those confused. HIPAA authorization is a, is a federal form. So as soon as someone turns, for example, 18, you know, you're, you as a parent just can't call and, and get information on behalf of your kids' uh, healthcare records. HIPAA authorization is a legal form that you're able to outline and decide who can access your healthcare records on your behalf. Very simple, very straightforward, very important. A living will. This is probably one of those important parts of an estate plan. And this past year and a half of pandemic has, has, has been a great example of why you should always be prepared. A living will is your healthcare directive. You are making decisions ahead of time on what type of care you want to receive and for how long. So as an example, if you're in a ventilator, if you're in a coma, you're able to decide what type of care you want to receive. The impact and the why behind this is you take this decision out of your loved one's hands. And we've heard plenty of really difficult stories on family members that one says, no, let's wait a little bit longer. The other one says, no, we've, we have all the medical information that we that we can get. So at the end of the day, it's, it's you taking a very, very hard decision out of your loved ones and you making it ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Power of attorney is an interesting one. I had a recently client who thought because of the power of attorney, uh, the, they were able to access the decedent's checking account. Of course, power of attorney expires, oops, expires with the decedent. Correct. What's the, what, how does the power of attorney help before then though? What does that do for somebody? Before, yeah, absolutely. So think, I, I actually face this all the time in my, in my 
13 years in banking. If I have a bank account, it's just under my name. And I'm in the hospital and I got really sick, knock on what I don't, but I'm in the hospital for 30 days. And someone needs to access my bank account to pay bills, get money out, simple things that you don't think about until you're in a situation like that. A power of attorney would allow you to present that to an institution for you to be able to have access to. And then in, in, in various different powers of attorneys, there's different roles, right? You can do it for real estate, financial transactions. There's various different options that the power of attorney allows you for you to be able to make those decisions um, on your behalf. One of the things that, so I think anybody who's been on this call regularly knows that I think it's really important for us to offer the recommendation at a minimum to a client to avoid probate by getting uh, estate planning of which a, um, a living trust could be part of it, <clears throat> but also be more active and actually market to our clients, those who don't have them to get them established, those who do have them, make sure they get reviewed in a timely manner. You guys actually offer a program where a, a, a vendor, uh, a real estate agent, investor, uh, accountant, attorney can actually uh, discount, uh, can discuss to their clients or pay for it for their clients and actually monitor not the details of the transaction, but the process. Can you explain how that works a little bit? I have your, your dashboard up here. I just want to show, um, I have the wrong account, but this will at least give an idea of what, what it looks like. Can you kind of talk a little bit about the process that, you know, what caused your company to create this? Because this is kind of interesting, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got to get some some accounts on their bill, <laughs> I know. Uh, but but essentially, yeah. Look how this works specifically for financial advisors, real estate agents, insurance agents that are always looking at one, helping out value, like you said at the beginning of the call, and then two, what it actually does is it provides your audience or your clients an actual discount. So this is a discount you can't get going by going directly to our website. It's a ten percent discount. So that is the actual link. For, your, for anyone to get started and get that 10% discount, you have to get started using that link or else you'll be paying full price on that. And then what it does is it really just, one, provides a discount. And then two, it's, you know specifically for like financial advisors, they're able to actually see when the clients start and finish. And then for you know real estate agents, they've been doing this for, for, for a little bit. They can actually pre-purchase estate plans on behalf of their clients. So, hey, you purchased a million dollar home. You're going to need a, a revocable living trust. Sure, a nice bottle of wine is an amazing closing gift, but imagine saying, I'm gifting you your revocable living trust. So those are a couple of different examples on how we kind of partner and, and, and look for ways to add value through, uh, through various different distribution channels. And you buy them ahead of time, you get a discount. So instead of 10% coupon, yes. one to 15, you should have 15% coupon if you pre- pre-buy them for your client and give it to your client. So I'll, I'll tell you what I had set up all along was I'm sending out to my clients a uh, offer of the 10% coupon. And then if they list their property between now and the end of the year and we sell it, when we sell it, I will offer them for free or reimburse them. Uh, that's going to give, I get them a 50% off. It's still a fantastic value for my clients that I'm offering that for. So that's the, the market program I'm using uh, to help my clients. Absolutely. Um, and one, and one thing I'll, I'll add really quick that I, I, I didn't mention before when you were asking kind of about the products and services. One big thing I really want to make sure that, 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 that everyone's aware of is even if you don't do attorney support, 
-hmm. we offer live member support seven days a week. It's via chat, via phone call. There's various different ways that you can reach out to us and talk to us if you have any questions. We understand that many people, this might be the first time creating an estate plan, talking about estate plan. So anytime you have questions, we're here to support you along the way. You can, you can start, log out, come back in, whatever the case might be, just to make it as easy as possible for you to actually start and finish your estate plan. One of the things I really liked was the way you guys did your uh, website as far as making it educational. You call it the Learn Center where people can learn about yeah. what the process is like and there's different uh, other topics that are related that I thought was real helpful. And I think as a real estate agent, we're always looking for ways to bring value to our clients. For anybody who hasn't been bringing this material to your clients, I think you're selling them short. Um, it's a great way to establish yourself as an expert. Obviously, you can read the material, know it, and then send it out to your clients as a uh, way to educate them, get them familiar with the process, also familiar with the company. Uh, and that way, when you offer them that as a gift, uh, obviously it's, a, it's an expensive uh, post-sale gift, but imagine the likelihood of them coming back to you when you've sold them a house, got them into a trust and void probate. What happens if, uh, God forbid, that those people end up needing to use it? The family obviously doesn't appreciate the work that you did at the time. So I know people actually do these and put the package together of the, of the paper documents and include their business card, include the marketing materials, why they're an expert in the area to really differentiate yourself from the competition. In, but um, talk a little bit about the, the, um, the learning process you have. Do you guys have um, any kind of uh, online webinars or um, videos that are consumer facing oriented? Yeah, so our main medium for education, Bill, is actually literally where you're on. Mm -hmm. So we we have a lot of customers that are coming to us by just Googling. Mm -hmm. What is a trust? What is a revocable living trust? Anything like that, that you're able to actually look at and search for, we guide you to the guide center and it is going to essentially allow you to get educated on it. Two, we do webinars. Uh, we're going to be starting those back up in uh, 2022 next year, in which you'll be able to actually connect with us and talk about trust, trust funding. And then we also have a lot of checklists, Bill, that it will essentially help you in getting started. So what information do you need? What do you not need? All, all that, all like the very big decisions, honestly, they're very, very important decisions that allow you to plan ahead, get ready, and be able to actually implement it directly on your platform. So, um, well, okay, great. So I have a, a couple of questions here. Um, is trust and will an attorney firm is one question. An attorney firm. So, so to clarify, we have attorneys on staff, as you would expect, that are creating the documents and we make updates to the documents or we, we actually look at the documents twice a year to make sure if there's any changes on a state or federal law. So attorneys on staff, our, our head of legal, Patrick Hicks, who's been an attorney for over 10 years, he's the head of the attorneys. And then from there, we contract out attorneys nationwide whenever you actually need attorney support. So think, think just like TurboTax, the way they've built out their, their, uh, their network as well. 
Great. I've um, used TurboTaxis myself for a long time. Well, I'll say this past two years I've outgrown it, but uh, it's a great service to get to a certain point in your, in your uh, finances. We have another question, which is, what's the difference between uh, the plan that you're offering and when it's prepared by an attorney that might cost $3,000 or more? Yeah, so it, one, it really depends on the type of uh, estate plan that you need. If you're looking for just a revocable living trust with all the documents that we talked about, it's really going to be the same type of plan. The big difference typically is actually working hand on hand in person with someone, right? So being able to get that legal advice, if you have more complex needs that the attorney could be able to provide. But what we continue to see, Bill, here and there is most people actually have very simple and straightforward actual needs. I'm married. I own a house. I have children. And that's, that's, as, that's as complex, complex as the situation really gets. One thing you do want to ask if you're, if, you know, if you're doing research, which you, honest, you obviously should, is a $3,000 attorney, <clears throat> how much help are they going to be providing in funding your trust? Will they transfer the deed on your behalf? Do they do all that for you? Do, I do, do they do all the paperwork? with the actual county so those are really good questions because there are some attorneys that included and most attorneys are charging an additional fee for trust funding so i know it's not a very clear cut answer because it really depends on the attorneys well i think there's a statistic that says 80 percent of trusts created don't end up getting funded and so what that means is it's like you went out and bought yourself a great safe to keep all your valuables in maybe you have collectibles, guns, coins, cash, valuable antiques or something you want to put in the safe. So you go buy the safe and you put it in the appropriate place in the closet or secret wall, but you never put the stuff in the safe. And that funding the trust is the same almost as not putting it in the safe. Now there is a way to put things in the safe afterwards legally, perhaps, but it's kind of the same as that, right? And that's why it's so important, not just that you you know have the ability to draw those documents and encourage people, but have the step by step process to encourage them to finish the job. Great point, really quick on that bill. What I would add is too when I used to set up trust accounts at J.P. Morgan, many people or not many the 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 people that actually create an estate plan, <clears throat> they struggle to keep it updated. If they move states, if they have children if they need to make a change to their beneficiaries, whatever the case might be. So what we've actually done is created a way that, that if you create a state plan with us, you can use our platform to make updates online. You log in, you make changes, you make updates, amendments. So very, very simple and easy to be able to do. Fantastic. Another question is, do you fund the trust? Um, and I think the answer there, Christopher, is I mean, they don't put the money in, but they give you the, uh, uh, they give you the checklist that, that walks you through what to do, the training what to do. And then also, um, Andres, do you guys prepare, if somebody owns a property or two properties, do you prepare the deeds to put in the trust? Do you have a process to help them get it recorded? Or how does Good that question. Happen? Good question, Bill. So at our price point, we don't, but we have a partner that, do, that can provide that to you. And I just put that in the link, Bill. Okay. That you're able to actually, uh, they, they do deed preparation nationwide. So you're able to actually do that online directly. Got it. And uh, uh, wow, that's an interesting tool. So deed preparation, that's $75 per deed, it looks like. And then they 
record. Now, of course, the goal here is to avoid any kind of transfer process um, because it's, normally if it's a trust, most cases you don't have to, if it's a living trust yourself, it's not uh, really tax deductible, but wow, fantastic. Well, that is excellent. Okay, I know I've asked a lot of questions and I can go on and on because this is a great service. Like I said, I'm getting ready to roll out an email to my client database with a discount code. I'm also offering anybody who lists uh, 15%. I'm going to give them the, the full package um, for free. And then I also will offer them, just FYI, I know this isn't really necessarily Andres, your company's business, but I say to them is, look, if you need something more sophisticated, and I work with some great estate planning attorneys, go to them. I'll pay the same amount of money it costs me towards those legal fees and save them the money. And it's amazing. Six ninety nine is is a fair fee. There, there are attorneys who have their customers have more complex yes. financials. They own a business, couple of properties, maybe mixed families with some prior marriages and kids and such. Um, and so they require something. They require something more individualized, perhaps and sophisticated. And they also maybe want to sit down with somebody. That's fine, I, I, but I think to get the discussion going, this is an amazing tool. And I think it's an opportunity for all of us to step up our game, hopefully, and, and be of more service to our customers. Okay, so that was um, the, the, the uh, smartdeeds.com. That's a great uh, great um, uh, piece of information. I never, I can imagine using that for a lot of things. That's uh, definitely something to keep in my uh, toolbox. Thank you so Absolutely. much, Andres. Okay. Here's a guy, this company did, oh, here we go. Do you do international trusts? They have no. uh, assets overseas. We do not. Everything is uh, state specific here in the US. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a challenge. International trusts, you're probably gonna need to get an attorney in any individual country for any assets that are in other countries. And then bring them into America, it's a whole other um, process. Because I've seen probates for those assets out in foreign countries and it has to be probated if the decedent's here has to probate here as well. So those are very complicated. And you should not you should talk not just to a, a state planning attorney, but one that has specific experience with international um, international uh, assets. That's a whole separate area. A question, do you do asset protection trusts? Good question as well. As of right now, we've really it, we've really focused on a last will and testament and a revocable living trust. Yeah. So Bill, as you were talking about, there's there's folks that do have more advanced estate planning needs. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the first one to say, we're not a fit for every for every family. Right. So we really focus on people that have very simple and straightforward needs. So I know I interviewed a company a couple of weeks ago that does these asset protection trusts. And they're great, again, more sophisticated for real estate investors buying multiple properties is the way to buy properties and to have to nest the properties, protect them and, and things like that, as well as tax issues. But those are a little more complicated. And I, and I think that I would say that just like the probate company I refer to um, can handle 80% of the cases and the 20% need a specialist, the same is true here with estate planning. I would say that for people who are simple, salaried, maybe own their own business, one business, not a blended family, uh, maybe one house, uh, this is, you're, you offer a fantastic way for them to save a lot of money and get a lot of protection and a lot of value in, in avoiding taxes. More complicated than that, um, especially international or other asset protection or other complicated trusts. That's not your business. And that's, I think your strength is you do what you do well. A lot of them, as you said, 300,000 of them, that's a staggering number, uh, and leave the rest to the other people. And they charge more per hour to do that extra work. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, good. Any other, I'm looking here in the chat box, Facebook and uh, 
YouTube, I see we have some people on, but I don't see any questions there. I did post in the notes the discount uh, code. So if you do want to offer your clients not just the service, but 10% discount, they can click on that code and save some money. We'll put that in our show notes as well. Um, and then again, I, I'm offering that as a marketing tool to my um, uh, client database uh, to help them save money this time of year. I do it right before Thanksgiving. I think it's, I send out an email to my clients every, every week, but the money for Thanksgiving, kind of thinking about our families and thinking about what we're grateful for, it's a good time to think about planning uh, forward, planning legacy income and things like that. Um, okay, any other questions on um, uh, living trust, wills, um, funding them, uh, anything of that nature while we have Andres on the call? I really appreciate your time, Andres. Anybody have any other questions? I don't see. You can unmute yourself and jump in verbally if you're live on the call or, or uh, put in the chat box, or if you're again, watching live streaming, you can put it in the comments. Anybody else have a question? Hi, this is Paul. Good hey, Paul. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So I want to buy another property, and I'm told because I just switched away from a W two job that if I put money into a trust, I think it's a revocable trust. That for three years of salary, I can basically pay myself uh, for the first month and then use that as income. Is this is what you're doing helpful for that regard? Paul, great question. Not comfortable answering that. I'm not an attorney. I don't want to provide any type of advice for you. Yeah, you know, that's really a legal slash accounting question. And I believe you're talking about a different type of trust where it's an entity that you're using for income. Really, this, the, uh, the estate planning tools that they're doing here are really going to affect upon death and don't really have the effect. There's the will beforehand, but the rest of them really don't have that same effect um, uh, that you're talking about, the revocable trust is for when you pass. Um, but there are trusts that are, um, uh, you have assets in now as well as you know, for income and ways to hold businesses and things like that. I think you're talking about a more sophisticated tax strategy than, than we're talking about here. This is mostly for avoiding tax upon death and also protecting you for bringing health um, issues. Okay, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a revocable trust and it's for um, yeah, income. For, so you can show the lender for, to buy, for a mortgage that you can, if you don't have enough W-2 income, you have that as a source of income. Well, this would apply that you could you could deed your property in, into the living trust that they established. Having been a lender myself, I can just say that you, you can use the, the fact the property is deeded into living trust. They always want to see who the beneficiaries are. And if it's you, uh, then you would sign on behalf of the trust and you'd have the same benefit as if you held it uh, title in your, in your name person. So it wouldn't change that at all from a mortgage point. There was a time. But mortgage companies forced you to deed out of the trust, and then you'd have to deed back in, and many people forgot to. As a result, they would pass, and they had this great living trust, this great estate plan, and yet the assets weren't matched up properly. And there's a legal process called a Hegstead petition, where you go to the court and say, hey, we made a mistake, we deeded out, we meant to deed back in, to try to fix the problem after the fact. But the reality is these trusts would, be, would not change the effect of the ownership of the property for say a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac type of residential mortgage. Okay, thank you, Bill. Sure, Paul. Um, we've got a question from Chris. Would your service be well suited for a senior who's not tech savvy? So I'd like to hear your answer to that, Andres. Somebody who's not tech savvy. You know, it's amazing. I'll just say COVID really changed the game because pre-COVID, I would have clients who would not e-sign documents. And it just seemed, or, or get on a Zoom call, and it seemed like somewhere after three or four months, 
every senior had either a grandchild or a neighbor who helped them figure it out. And, and my last holdout client, Eastland of Documents and House I sold in Orange County about a month ago. But what's your experience? Would this service be well suited for a senior who's not tech savvy? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Um, so we actually just became, in the last four or five months, we became ARP's exclusive partner for estate planning for two years. So ARP, they looked at our platform extensively for close to a year in the due diligence, just to make sure that it was a fit kind of for the demographic. So one, it's very user-friendly. Two, we offer live customer support. And then three, you know, it, it really depends on your comfort with technology. Um, maybe if you have a loved one or a friend that can kind of help you walk, through, walk you through the platform. But all to say is the way we've designed it, it's very easy to understand uh, to go through it. So hopefully, I think our, our oldest member, and you can see this reviews live on our website, but I think our oldest member who did a review is, uh, I think, 92 that created an estate plan with us, a will with us. So Wow, fantastic. Uh, great. That's a great question. Another great question from Nan is, um, you have a trust that haven't reviewed it for 10 years, would be advantageous to switch over. Now, there's a couple of different issues here. One is, I'm not an attorney, I'm not being a little vice leader on this, but the laws change a lot in the last 10 years. Yes. And so you need to think about, and I think generally attorneys tell me, about every five years you should have reviewed. And also you should have reviewed if your life changes, meaning you're married, you're divorced, you have kids, you have blended family kids, new business, all those are major factors. If, if you've been, if the same person returned years ago, uh, maybe the answer is possibly no, but almost everybody has something to change in 10 years that would require somebody at least to look at the trust and see if it's still appropriate and going to serve its goals. And then if not, then your choices are to, are to amend the trust. How would you answer that question? No, actually, I don't know if I would change anything other than exactly what you said. Uh, if it's been, yes, typically we recommend <laughs> anywhere from five to seven years for you to always review your trust. If it's been 10 years, yeah. there have been, especially in the last like three years, some changes to the to estate planning laws federally. So, uh, Nan, if you if you still work with that attorney, definitely reach out to them uh, for for changes. Or, you know, we would always be, uh, you know, grateful for you to create your trust with us and make updates to it. Uh, FYI, just because you might not be the, the, the only one on the call, that's what's typically called a trust restatement in which you are updating mm -hmm. an existing trust, but you keep the same name of the trust. So if your home is already under that trust, you don't have to retitle right. it. You just make changes to you know beneficiaries whatever the case might be or just updating the language that's included in the actual trust you know i had a recent uh, customer call out to me and say that uh, he had a trust done but he had to make some changes but the attorney who did it is uh retired and i think a lot of attorneys start their career writing trusts and yep. then they end their career kind of administering them and so that sounds great but what happens if you need somebody to really rewrite it or make changes or whatever, whatever the term, or write additional trusts. You know, you get married to somebody who has a prior family, you create additional trusts and kind of nest them and there's different strategies involved. So it's definitely worthwhile to take a look at it, you know, periodically, make sure that what you did and what you, what you paid for and, and set up to do originally uh, comes through. Okay, so um, Dave Quinn asks, any insight on using trust to wholesale real estate via entity trust? The trust is a property of contract. You sell the interest in the trust, similar to an LLC. 
There's a property. Okay, so Dave asked the question, can you use the trust for purposes of acquiring property? And then instead of assigning the property, you basically sell the trust. There are people who do that with LLCs as well. Uh, Dave, this is a totally different type of product. Um, actually, I've talked about, I interviewed the company that did that product a couple weeks ago. Um, totally different product. This is really strictly for estate planning and protection of assets and, and health um, uh, individually. What you're talking about is more of a professional real estate investors using a trust as an acquisition tool, an accumulation tool, or a transfer tool. And there's various different types of equity protection, asset protection trusts that would be appropriate. That's not what we're talking about here today, correct, um, Andres? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yeah, I appreciate that. I thought that was off a little bit there, but I'll review some of your uh, YouTube videos to find that other one. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I think that the thing that, that concerns me always is there are some attorneys who are great at what Dave's trying to do. They'll customize a great plan for you. And then another customer walks in for a basic estate plan trust, and they're like, well, why don't I do that and it together? But the difference is most attorneys don't do but a handful a year. And you just can't get that good at anything you do that irregularly. Again, uh, maybe they treat for something that's unique, they research it and they advocate for you. But something that gets done 300,000 times in four years, you get good at it. After. And I think that that's the difference. That's the product that they specialize in are the um, estate planning type living trusts, not the um, mass protection trusts. Okay, so again, I have the coupon code in the show notes in case you want to save 10% off about your clients, you're welcome to do that. Any other questions that I can, uh, that I'm just going to answer or I can handle regarding probate? We have another time to call here today. So honestly, I think we're going to wrap up with you where I can kind of continue on some probate stuff, but I just want to thank you so much um, on behalf of people on the call, the people watching on YouTube. I just want to thank you and your team for being available Absolutely. to answer questions today for us and sharing the information. And, and again, I'll put in the show notes that uh, the, the contact information, the company is trustandwill.com. And if you go to the website, you'll see all the information that you need uh, to um, access that, to learn more about it, and if necessary, to inappropriate to send the service. So Anders, thank you so much. We'll appreciate you. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate sure for having me. Thank you so much. Um, for everybody else on the call, so a couple quick things. We're not going to have a call next week as it's Thanksgiving Day, so we're going to give Thanksgiving for all the probate deals we closed and for all the probate deals we're going to do next year. Um, so just kind of FYI on that. Um, and then any other questions regarding other than um, uh, living trusts and um, estate planning? Any other questions regarding probate? Any problems, challenges you guys like to share we can help you with today? No? Um, we are going to do our call on Tuesday, realestateinvestingzoom.com. We talk about real estate investing. I have a great um, uh, guest lineup for that program as well. So I guess we'll just wrap up. Um, you know, this is probably weekly. We do it every uh, Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I'm Bill Gross. You can find the episodes we have at Bill Gross EXP on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Gross EXP. You'll see all of our, um, all my YouTube videos. And on there, on the um, uh, probate weekly playlist, you'll have past episodes of this program. And I've interviewed in the past um, other trust types that are used for real estate investing. Um, and so really uh, want to reach out and offer my service. I'm not a coach. I'm not selling anything. I'm really just selling you on the fact that it's the greatest time ever in my career to make money in real estate and to accumulate wealth in real estate. And I'm here to help you do it. If I can help you 
reach out to me, call, text, email, set an appointment, and let's do some business together. So thank you so much. Have a positive speech. Have a great weekend. But I'll talk to you. Have a great Thanksgiving with you and your family. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much, everybody.